Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Chinetti, and tonight I am joined by a colorful, and I mean colorful, cast of characters. From Houston, Texas, Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Ever good, that's for sure. From the home of the Daytona 500, Joe Quattrochi. For those guests who've just joined us, aloha and welcome aboard. And tonight we have two amazing guests from DVCResaleMarket.com, Marissa Ballatin. <laughs> Hi there, Akuna Matata, and welcome home. Oh, fantastic. And Jody Gross. Best day ever. That's right. This is going to be the best day ever because you're on the <laughs> yes. show with us and this is amazing and we have you guys here and I'm so excited. I'm so stoked because my favorite thing about Disney and I'm a little weird. I understand that is the <laughs> resorts. I love, love, love the resorts. I can stay at the resorts all day. I like the parks. I'm not going to say I'm not going to go to the parks. Of course, I'm going to go to the parks, but I love exploring resorts and this is why you know one of the reasons why we bought dvc we love the idea of going to disney but disney became our place just like the jersey shore for some people disney became ours and the resorts were such a big part of that so it made a lot of sense for us to get some dvc points so we have our experts here tonight so obviously if you have not picked up on it we're going to talk dvc tonight um, if you missed that part already, like probably Doug Davis from WW Main Street Podcast, Doug, we're speaking about DVC tonight. Okay, just making sure because you <laughs> most of the time get that wrong on your show. Um, I'll, I can educate you. We'll, we'll talk later. Don't worry about it. So like I was saying, I get so excited for this topic, you know, because a lot of like myself, Jeff, Joe, we're all owners of DVC. And at one time or another, we have been struck with add-on-itis. Now... That's not a symptom of COVID, but it may be one of quarantine because I have been sitting around and not going out and just looking at all the great listings that DVCresaleMarket.com has on their site and has on their app. So I'm like, I've really, as I've said in, in the, you know, a couple of shows ago and last month, I sold my points. What, Pat? You sold your points? Yes, yes, I did. Um, but only because I want to buy more points. So... I got really excited. I worked with Derek, who was going to be on tonight, but Derek's not feeling all that well. Derek, we wish you the best. Hope you're feeling better soon, and we'll have you on again real soon. Hopefully, maybe next month we'll talk. Um, you know, and I could not have been happier with dealing with DVCReviewSellMarket.com when selling. I had, it, though I worked with Derek, I had so many different agents calling and talking and and working with me to get through this process. It was such a seamless process. It was so easy. Points sold in a week, and I'm just like, hello, this was great. 
And now I get to keep looking and looking and looking for my next contract. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk a little bit about DVC tonight, the, the ins and the outs, the pros and the cons, what's good, what's not, where the market is right now. And uh, then we're going to end up the show with the best of asking some questions about the best of DVC resorts. So we ready. I know I've been talking a lot. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. I'm we so enjoy excited. that. Come on. I love that voice of yours. I do. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, all right. So here we go. Marissa, I'm going to start with a question for you. All right. So okay. really, who should buy DVC? Like, who's that person? Who should get it and why? So the biggest thing with DVC in general, whether you're buying directly through Disney or whether you're buying resale, is if you see yourself going to Disney enough times, the beauty of this membership is it will pay for itself. And that's where it starts to make sense for so many families. So if you say, hey, you know what? In the next 30 to 40 years, we're gonna go to Disney at least five more times you should become a DVC member for a few reasons. So the first thing is you're gonna have that break even. So even some families will say, you know what? I think we're gonna go five more times, but I'm not sure how many more times after that. So buy it, use it, stay in the most deluxe properties on Disney, take advantage of all the DVC member fun, extra, staying in those best rooms. But then also, if you're not gonna be using it, let's say 10 years down the road, you've gotten your money out of your vacations today, the beauty is we can help you resell it and people do resell and they typically resell for similar to what they bought it for or even sweet surprise even more. So that's kind of the beauty of it long term. Most families buy it and then they use it and then the kids get older and they have grandkids and they keep using it. So that's kind of the beauty of buying DVC. So generally speaking with resale, you're going to break even a lot sooner just because of that price difference. So that's the families that we definitely see should be buying Disney Vacation Club, the ones who say, you know what? We're paying out of cash again to stay in these rooms. Why don't you put it towards something where you're actually putting your money into an asset that you own? It's kind of similar to property. It's that rent versus own mindset. And I agree 100%. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, so the reason the year I 2015 was when we originally bought um, DVC. And we did. We bought directly through um, Disney and we bought at the Polynesian. And the, the key to that trip was. That trip, we started. The, stayed at the end of art and and of animation. I could speak tonight. The art of animation, and for six of us, because I have four kids, you know, it was a ten thousand dollar trip. Okay. Yikes. Yeah, it, when you include everything, the bells, the whistle, the food, the, the the hotel, the park tickets, and all that, it literally cost us ten grand. And I was like, this is insane. And we knew we wanted to. To your point, Marissa, we knew we wanted to come back. And that's when we did the thing. We saw the presentation. My wife's like, where do we sign? And she wasn't the big Disney fan. I am. So she's, I'm like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, we're getting this. I'm like, this is the, this is the greatest day of my life. Um, <laughs> just don't, just don't tell my kids. They'll get mad. Um, so, <laughs> you know, but the, it was, it was that kind of thing. I'm like, we're going to come back over and over and over again. And we've already gotten our money back. Like we already paid for it. Oh, because of the amount of times we went, just like you said, Marissa, we were there way more than five times since 2015. And, you know, we got our money's worth of the poly. And as our family got bigger, not necessarily with more kids, <laughs> I don't need any more, that's for sure. Um, they just, they got bigger. Like, you know, I have a 17 year old who's like six, four and, you know, they, we can't fit in studios anymore. So we needed more points for a one bedroom or a two bedroom. Uh, we stayed at an old Key West two bedroom and fell in love with it. That's it was the problem. Once you go to a one bedroom or two bedroom, yeah. you can't go yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. And, 
and that's exactly what it was. And, and we're like, yeah, we just, the Poly, I love the Poly. Poly is my all-time favorite resort. But the problem is they don't have one and two bedrooms. So it's just not going to fit our lifestyle anymore. So that's why DBCResaleMarket.com is fantastic because they took care of me and they're going to take care of me later when I need to buy points. So I'm really excited. <laughs> All right, Jody. Yes. What are some of the benefits of, of buying DVC on the resale market? Because some people are like, you know, like I said before, I bought directly through Disney and, you know, we, but we're talking about buying through the resale. So, you know, why should people buy through the resale market? What, what What's the benefit? Well, I mean, the most obvious one, right, is the major, major savings, you know, that you can get as far as um, purchasing. It's, you know, 40, 50 percent off in some cases. Right. So that's the obvious one, the big one. And, you know, in some cases, some of these older sold out resorts, if you want to add on to Beach Club or Boardwalk, um, Grand Californian, Disney's not selling that. So your only option is to um, buy on a resale market. A lot of the resorts, they don't um, take wait lists for, don't have any points available. So you can't get them direct from Disney, even if you wanted to pay their prices. Uh, you couldn't get them if you wanted to. So those are the two main reasons why you'd buy resales, definitely to, to save thousands and thousands of dollars and get the resort that you want, not the one that Disney's trying to sell you right now. Yeah. Pat, Pat that's crazy. Yeah, that's, it's definitely crazy because I'm looking at it right now. And, you know, if you're a type of person that, you know, if the blue card, and that's, you know, Disney's kind of restricted some of the the perks. I'm sure we'll get into that. But if that card is not important to you right now, still, I think the price is around like 188 or 190 a point. And if you go onto like said DVC resale markets website, I mean, you can get a contract for essentially almost for two for one point wise. I mean, if you can get, yeah. you know, I mean, it's really, it's almost a 50% savings, you know, it may be a resort that you want to stay at. Um, like everybody knows here, I am a Saratoga Springs lover. And maybe Disney would have some contracts, right? But you know what? Like there are contracts on DVC resale market and you can probably save almost 50% of what a current point would run it for say, you know, Alani or even at Riviera right now. So, I mean, once you come to sign that, that contract, that deed, you know, it's like 30,000 versus 15,000. I mean, it's a huge difference in price wise. Very so, huge. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, it depends on that. That blue car really means that much, but 15,000, at least in that example, it's a lot of money. Yeah, and yeah. to Jody's point too, just even on the back end of it. So, the, your two options to buy if you're not buying a ridiculously priced sold out inventory, if they happen to have it, your two options direct right now are Alani at 180 per point when you could buy it via resale in the $90 per point. So, that's a pretty mm -hmm. steep spike up, or Riviera. The two tough things with paying that premium price right now would be like the situation we just had. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the world, economy, all of that. The beautiful thing of what we've seen with DVC, and it's really the way Disney's built its program all these years, is if you have to turn around and sell it, I mean, we've had people who bought direct years ago, and now the prices have gone up. But let's say you bought direct right now, and you had to turn around and sell your 180 per point Alani, you're going to get about $90 per point. So that's a huge shave off the top of what you paid for it, versus let's say you said, you know what, I'm going to forgo that blue card and those extra little benefits, and I'm going to buy Alani at the $90 per point. And let's say a couple years down the road, something happens and you need to resell it. Well, the market's still going to probably be around that $100 per point range. So you're really not taking a huge haircut on that. And that's one of the Correct. things, it's one of the things that, guys, I've been talking, my brother and sister in law are very close to purchasing DVC and they visit Disney a lot. And I talked to them, I said, I asked her, I said, how many nights would you need? 
and she's like 20. I was like, well, okay, is that realistic or is that actually what you're doing? But just for an example, my sister-in-law has fell in love with Riviera because she has. But Animal Kingdom is a very close second. Like they love Animal Kingdom. My niece and nephew love seeing, you know, the savannah and the animals. And just for an example, like right now, like I looked on your guys' website, you know, they're looking at like 300 points, maybe more. You know, you can get it for, there was a contract just accepted for 110 a point. So compare that to 188 or 190 at Riviera. I mean, granted, yeah, there's, there's differences in the amount of years and all that stuff, but, you know, that $70, $80 price range is a huge difference. So yeah. I'm trying to steer them more towards the resale right now, saying, listen, the other, you guys have APs, you're Florida residents. A lot of the perks you guys already get, I'm like, the amount of nights you're trying to stay inside the quote unquote the parks, I'm like, your savings are better off going resale than going and spending like double the price going through Disney. You know, just to say I stayed at Riviera, you know, unless it means that much yeah. to you. But so I'm trying to steer them your guys' way. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but that's a that's a legitimate thing. That I'm literally in active conversations with my brother and sister-in-law because they have a lot of questions. And when they've gone recently, you know, there's, you know, nobody's doing the tours or anything. I said, listen, I, I do a podcast. I'm like, I'll answer your questions for you. So that's a realistic thing right now. So yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy the, uh, you know, the different the different amounts of, of points, so the po price per point right now. Right. So let's switch gears a little bit. Um, I was going to put this one a little bit later, but Joe, since you um, brought up Riviera, you know, the idea, and I was literally, I was just looking at it. Disney seems to be having a little trouble selling Riviera right now. And I don't know if it's because of the restrictions that have been put on it. Um, so if you buy Riviera direct and then you go to sell it on the resale market, the people that buy it on the resale market can only stay at Riviera. They are not allowed to stay at the other properties. And I don't know if that restrictions is hurting or whatever, but at the same point in time right now, they're, they're offering so pretty large discounts. You know, they're not going to call them discounts. They're going to call them incentives, but you can mm -hmm. get Riviera on the resale on the resale on the, you know, direct for like a hundred, 200 points for about $160 a point. And I don't, I don't even think that's worth it. You know, so Jody or Marissa, you know, give me your thoughts on the Riviera Resort and if those restrictions are hurting Disney and or ultimately are they going to hurt, is it going to hurt Riviera on the resale market? Um, well, Marissa, you could jump in too. I just, it's fresh in my mind because I actually had somebody yesterday, was it yesterday? Well, anyway, um, wanting to sell Riviera that they just purchased and she was $8,000 upside down I and mean, there's no way she could sell it. Um, mm. So when people buy Riviera and then want to sell it or have to sell it, especially, you know, in the current environment that we're in, um, they can't if they have a loan. I mean, even if they paid cash for it, they're still taking a loss, but at least it's a loss they might be willing to accept. But literally this person's hands were tied. She couldn't sell because um, there was a loan to pay off. So, you know, she'd have had to list it for like 175 a point to break even, which of course is, well, I guess now it's more than what Disney's selling it for direct, right? With all the incentives. So um, that's a big problem. And then, um, you know, I hear rumblings of people saying that, you know, they don't want to buy direct, Riviera direct because of the resale value, because of that very reason. So I, I would imagine it's, it might be a little bit harder of a sell for some of those guides there at the preview center. But I, I Marissa, I don't know if you're hearing the same thing. 
Yeah, and, and I think to Jody's point, that's the biggest thing. If you have to buy today, and if anything were to happen, what does that look like long term for you? So I think that has deterred what they're seeing. I believe more from the people that I know that work directly for Disney is a lot more member add-ons because members know what they want typically at this point, and they go, you know what? If I get just a hundred points here, it's going to be enough to do those few nights in addition to like my already 200 point Saratoga. So I think they're seeing quite a bit of that, but I think it is a pretty big hurdle for those guests who have done the research. Now, not every guest has, but the ones who have, they know that, hey, if anything were to happen, what does that look like in the future for my family? Even as we were talking earlier, Polynesian work for your guys' family, perfect for the first few years, and then it didn't anymore. Mm -hmm. So that same thing could happen with Riviera where you say, hey, we love that resort. And in fact, Jody and I help members with this all the time where they say, you know what? We initially bought into Saratoga Springs. We loved it. We use it all the time. But now we only go for food and wine. So we're going to sell our Saratoga, get a smaller amount of points and just get some beach club points because we're using it for food and wine every year. So to have that flexibility is pretty huge for members because they do that a lot where they say we've used the membership this many years. Now we have the flexibility to resell buy something new, change it up. Riviera, you absolutely can resell. And if we're looking at like average sales prices, we're averaging about that 130 per point. Now, granted, we've maybe had about five to 10 Riviera sales total. So we don't have a great gauge of where that market's going to go. But I would suspect once we have more Riviera points that hit the market, we'll probably see that drop even a little bit further as the market gets more saturated, where right now it's still kind of shiny and new. So that's the tough thing on the selling side of it. It's something where you're definitely going to have to take a loss if you did ever have to resell it. Yeah, yeah. and, and you know, I think I think the restrictions will probably keep me away from from buying at Riviera, but the length of the contract, I'm like, hmm, I don't know <laughs> because it's the newest, so you get the most years, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. ah. we've got Copper Creek for that, you know, yes. that's pretty long too. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things my wife and I were discussing about you know, our next contract. And we really, like I said before, we love the old Key West. We fell in love with it, and that's where we think we're probably going to buy. But then we're like, ah, Animal Kingdom's deeds about fifteen years longer. So you we also really like Animal extended. Kingdom. Extended. Yes, <laughs> yes, those are so hard to come by, though. Ugh. They but, are uh, three fifty point, I think, right now. Just saying. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to jump on right away. Um, hey, Joe, I got to go. That's, Take care of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's when our app comes in handy, by the way, when you put in that you're looking for an extended Old Key West and it'll notify you immediately as soon as we enter that listing into our onto our website, it'll send an alert. So that's the best way to find these rare, hard to find, whether it's a small contract or an extended or subsidized Duzalani. Our app is a wonderful tool for that because then you don't miss out. Oh, absolutely. My problem is mine's buzzing all day long because I have, I have, <laughs> have extended old Key West, regular <laughs> old Key West, uh, Animal Kingdom. I even have Saratoga on there, Joe, just because in case it's- Attaboy. Uh, you yeah. know, I got, I got, I got Beach Club, I Boardwalk. I got like five or six different add, like add-ons that I want. And I'm just like, so it's it's insane. Yeah. But yes, the app is ridiculously <laughs> awesome. But Pat, Pat, you're talking about adding on it. And, and Marissa was talking about, you know, at, you know members kind of know what they want, right? But like, I just read something today. I wanted to bring this up, and I'm sure a lot, a lot of our listeners probably already know this. But I saw some rumors. I don't know if it's confirmed or not. Is Disney raising their minimum? Like, I know it used to be 25. That was fit. Now it's 100. Now is it up to 125 now? A minimum purchase so, from them? It's not official yet, but from my intel, <laughs> yes, they they will be raising to 125. Wow. So they are really. I mean, they've they've it took up a few years to catch up, but they've kind of caught on to. Buy the minimum, buy resale afterwards. I mean, they're making it harder and harder to. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because 
the 100 point is a pretty big jump. So you'd think that would be enough, but to go up to 125 seems like, hmm, I don't know. Hmm. I, 100 is enough for people to still want to buy it. 125 is almost enough to deter people. Right. That's the first, that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, that's just going to push more people away. I, I yeah. have a 50 I have a fifty point contract that I got grandfathered. I'm going to get grandfathered. I have grandfathered in. So I'm like, I'll just keep that one. That's fine. But there's no way I'd, I'd buy 125 but, points right now. But think about this, Pat. That's a $4,700 increase. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just put it in dollars and cents. Like, it's yeah. not like, oh, it's went from 100 to 125. Okay, no problem. Like, no, that's a $4,700 increase right there. Yeah. And then yeah. add on, obviously, your closing costs and everything else on top of that. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a big jump right yeah. there. Yeah, you've got to really want that blue card. It better it better be worth all that extra money, you know, for you to 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 make that leap. Now, for those of you that, you know, are new to the DVC Market, the blue card versus the white card, the blue card, you know, you do get a little bit more perks. You're able to, you know, use your card for top of the world lounge. You used to be able to use it for, um, you know, they'll have the after hour parties um, and things of that nature, um, discounts uh, on dining, on merchandise and things of that nature. But at the same point in time it is like Joe was saying before, you know, there being a $15,000 difference. And then what he just said with the $4,700, you know, is, are you going to get that much out of it, out of a blue card versus you know, a resale market, you know, just a, I mean, a lot of things are suspended right now. I mean, like right. I mean, we right. don't, All we don't know like post, magic. yeah, we don't know post COVID world. What's going to be quote unquote, the new norm. I mean, they're not even having Halloween parties right now or Christmas parties. Right. So, all these like DVC extras, let me tell you something, like I'm even a member of like the DVC golf program. Um, and there's not even, and that's kind of separately run Arnold Palmer golf management runs the golf courses, but the, the prices are still the same. Like there's no difference in like DVC rates versus like Florida rates versus like on-site guests. They're all the same. So like even my DVC perks aren't really there anymore. So a lot of those extra kind of things are like, eh, top of the world's not open. You know, this isn't open. It's like, so yeah, I mean, you got to kind of weigh the pros and cons of what, you know, the, what dollar amount you feel comfortable with and well, post what's going to happen. With a lot of people don't know is your white card will get you to top of the world lounge as well as the free member parking. So that's kind of oh. uh, the hidden secret that most people oh. don't know. But as a resale member, you I didn't even get, know that. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big you misconception. Get Epcot access. Okay, I didn't even yeah. know there was even a white card. So that's like I didn't know that the white card was the non. So it's not like a hard copy. It's a digital downloadable digital. card. And you just show it, and then that shows you're a member, and that gets you to Top of the World Lounge. Because oh. the the loophole is Disney, DVC doesn't actually own Top of the World Lounge. It's a contract that they have with the hotel side of Bay Lake Tower and Contemporary, so they have to keep renewing that contract. So since it's a hotel thing, they don't exclude resale members, so all DVC members can use it. That's Just right. another reason to buy resale right now. <laughs> See? There you go. Because the seven-layer cake up there is the oh, most man. ridiculous <laughs> cake on the planet. It's And I'm not a cake person, but holy cow, so good. <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, so yeah. going back to – I, I got to get off of the food and the cake. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> so talking about post-COVID and things like that, the one thing that when I was talking to my wife about buying more points is that I have confidence in the product. That, you know, that I, I'm not, I personally am not shaking on the product. I think, you know, the DVC product itself will outlast COVID. I think, you know, 10 years down the line, this there's still value to that. But, you know, Marissa, where do you, do you see that post-COVID world or because of COVID, 
you know, is it hurting the product? You know, what's going on with that? Do you think do you think it's going to survive it without a problem, or or do you see like this is going to be forever changing? BBC. Yeah. So I think what's really cool about our team, and for many of you who heard us before on the podcast, we're all former Disney employees. We all used to work for Disney and DVC directly. So there's actually a few people on our team who were working for Disney uh, during the economic downfall in 2008, 2009. And so if we go back to that time frame, um, even going back to 9-11, we've had people mm-hmm. that have worked at Disney during that time frame. So you're looking at probably the two like most pivotal times in our history just versus like DBC history of the last 25 years since it's been open. And to see it recover after 9-11, after the economical downturn, that was a really kind of good like foreshadowing to what would happen during this COVID time. Now, no one could expect COVID because no one could have ever imagined that Disney World would close for as many months as it did. Um, I think all of us, we kind of took like a little like moment in March and said, what do we need to mentally prepare for? And we all kind of said across the board, let's expect maybe about a five to 10% dip in market because for Disney, it's always increasing. So five to 10% in terms of resale, that would be fairly dramatic from what we've seen year over year, but not impossible for us to like go through and keep on powering through. Surprisingly enough, we've actually seen an increase in sales. We've seen increase in prices. We actually had the best three months in company history than we have in the entire five years we've been in business. So I think it's a really, really true sign of like what Disney is, what it stands for, what kind of the core of all this means is that, you know what? People are wanting to spend time with their families. They're excited to get back to vacation, but they want to do it in a safe manner. And maybe our families that are doing like European vacations or traveling to Mexico, doing things like that, they're probably going to be staying local for the next foreseeable few years. So I think that kind of made people go, you know what? We know one thing, we're going to be vacationing because we want to be together as a family and we know that we want to be going back to Disney. And so I think all of that was kind of that perfect storm to really increase our shoppers and having people become members through the resale market. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'd like to get quarantined down in, you know, in that old Key West two bedroom apartment, two bedroom, you know, I, uh, yes, please. Thank you. Um, it, we, we actually talked to spot. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, when this first started and we, and, uh, you know, as many people know, uh, I'm a teacher and we were doing distance learning and, you know, I was like, we could do it from, <laughs> from, you know, a room with, you just need Wi-Fi. We're, we yeah. doesn't matter where we are. And that was True. before we really started to understand how bad this was getting. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that'd be such a good idea. Yeah. Hey, uh, Pat, I, I may or may not have done that a couple of weeks ago. If you've heard the other uh, other show we just put out, so it was fantastic, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of teacher, show. you know, but it was still great waking up and mm-hmm. seeing the savannah outside in Animal Kingdom was pretty nice. Uh, so jealous. So Jody, so with that being said, is this a buyer's or a seller's market right now? Oh, um, well, it 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 looks like it's turning into a little bit of a seller's market, and I know that that's um, kind of crazy to think right because i know marissa and i talked when this all first started back in march and i just thought okay here we go you know we're gonna have tons of people selling their contracts because they're you know needing the money or panicking or whatnot and then we're not gonna have buyers and it's just gonna be an inventory nightmare and the exact opposite has happened really we were needing we are needing more listings we can't keep up with the pace so we're really short on on listings and at some of our resorts so um you know, it's not totally swayed 100% to a seller's market yet, but it 
moving in that direction. So um, hopefully we'll get some more inventory soon and we can, it'll be a nice, you know, obviously a balance is, is what's ideal. You don't want it to be sway too much towards one buyer's market or seller's market. You don't want it to be too off balance. Um, but, you know, a nice, even, steady flow of inventory is what would be great. But we're, it, it's shocking. Like Marissa said, it's just a testament to how strong of a product Disney is and how much people want it. And I think, like we all talked about, you're sitting at home and you're stuck in your home with your kids and your spouses and your pets and you just want to escape. And I mean, I did it this summer. I went away too. So, um, you know, I think people go, well, Disney, it's great because they can drive there. They don't have to worry about getting on a plane and crowded airports and all of that stuff. And it's just everybody's kind of safe, happy place. So it's, it's the sales have been amazing. It's, it's, we're surprised. It's, it's kind of crazy, but, you know, good crazy. We're happy about it, obviously, but it is surprising. Yeah, one of the things I keep hearing over and over again from people that are down in Florida that, you know, I happen to be friends with, besides, obviously, you guys, is that, you know, Florida might be a mess, but Disney is not, you know, like True. Disney is very, still very safe and, and they are really doing a great job of cleaning and making sure there's distance and making sure there's masks and things of that nature. So, you know, I think that's another thing that let's, Disney is, is always going to be Disney and I think their standards are always going to be high and yes. that doesn't, you know, I don't think that's ever going to change. And that's why I have confidence in the company, I have confidence in the product and DVC, um, you know, but, you know, might, might be the time to. You know, as you're saying, before it does sway, you know, it might, might be time to buy some more points, everybody. Hey, you know? Pat, do you, <laughs> yeah. you know what doesn't change, though? I'm going to use this as a segue since you're talking about changing is uh, Disney buying back contracts because uh, I was uh, perusing the interwebs and uh, I saw on DVCfan.com. You always look up DVC uh, news because we're, you know, we're all junkies, right? And uh, I see that uh, I guess they're starting to buy back some contracts. It's been a whole bunch of months since mm -hmm. uh, right of refusal has been active and uh I saw on here they bought back some Saratoga ones, some old Key West ones, a Grand Floridian contract. And I'm surprised because my lovable home resort of Saratoga, the contracts they bought back were like around 90 a point, 91 a point. And they were like for two and 300 point contracts. But it's what, maybe about $10 less than what the going rate is. But I guess they're starting to gobble up some stuff now, I guess. Uh, they're, uh, they're not letting things go by that they used to let go by. I guess, you know, can you guys right. maybe elaborate on it? Is that... Is that maybe showing that the market's kind of returning to, or things are coming back to normal? Normal, you know what I'm saying? Like if they're, yeah. if they're engaging first refusal again? Yeah, I mean, it's a good sign that they have those funds, right? That are free and set aside to start buying back those contracts. But I also think Disney's smart. And the buyback where so many people are afraid of the right of first refusal, it's a really good thing. You want Disney to be buying back. We kind of cheered when we saw Disney buy back the first one. Not for the buyer's sake, by any means. <laughs> However, it keeps that value, right? You don't want to turn into one of those timeshares where they go, oh, I can't give this thing away even if I wanted to. And Disney's done such a good job with that because they keep that buyback rate at a certain point so that we're not seeing Saratoga Springs turn around and sell for $30 a point because it doesn't have that value anymore. Not that Disney necessarily would, but it just keeps that value and you want your asset, whatever you buy, to kind of maintain and grow that value. So Disney's done a good job with that. I think it's a healthy sign to know that Disney has that expendable money to start putting towards contracts. I wouldn't be like totally scared as a buyer to say, oh, now I'm not going to buy. Because if you take in a couple things in consideration, Disney very rarely discounts their live inventory 
So if they're discounting Riviera at this point, that's going to be their top priority to sell. They're probably not really looking to push and turn around and resell the Grand Floridians or the Saratoga. They're probably just buying it to have in their pocket and to keep that value maintained. I don't think they're going to like Gonza Blazing super aggressive and write a first refusal. But one thing for sure we've seen is anybody who wants to sell a Grand Floridian, it's a very good market for that because I think we have about three contracts left on the site right now because they did start buying those back. And of course, buyers are wanting to get a new contract through that as well. Right. Even I would buy Saratoga for $30 a point. I'm just saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So I'd be like, please, please, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys, let's have some fun and let's, you know, talk about, you know, on our show, we've done uh, the best of series where, you know, we start talking about simple things about, you know, where's the best burger? Where's the, you know, what's the best ride or what's the best attraction, what's the best park, so on and so forth. But let's do it DVC style. So I'm going to, you know, go around and ask all of you guys the question. We'll obviously go ladies first, um, you know, and I'll ask a few things of what we think of where, whatever the question is, it's the best DVC resort for this. So Marissa, I'm going to start with you. The first question is what's the best DVC resort for a staycation? In your opinion, obviously. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so, and this is probably just our personal kind of family opinion, but we love staying at the Grand Floridian, um, especially with a lot of the lake views. You can see the fireworks, which we enjoy because our son is three years old, so he's not quite old enough to stay up, so we can put him to bed and see him from our room. Um, we love the pool, the little splash area. Magic Kingdom is still kind of top on our theme park list with a three-year-old, so it's really easy to get back and forth from there as well. And then we can kind of hop to the other resorts and go and maybe eat at Polynesian or Bay Lake Tower. So right now in our pace of life, Grand Floridian is our favorite staycation. No. Can't argue. Not a bad. Not, it's not the right answer, but it's it's not a bad answer. <laughs> uh, Jody, what do you? Oh, there's when I when I'm hosting, there's always a right or a wrong. Uh, Joe's already wrong. I already know that. Um, so Jody, what's the best for you? What's the best oh, TV staycation? Well, I kind of have two, but I, I guess if I have to pick one, I would probably pick Beach Club because um, of the pool area and being able to just mosey on over um, into Epcot and maybe get a quick drink at over in the countries there. That orange slushy from France is my fave or, um, you know, walk over to the boardwalk and, and have some fun, but I'd probably say beach club would be a good staycation. Another solid, solid answer. Again, great. Not correct. It is. <laughs> Come on. Unless uh, you're going to say animal kingdom. And then of course yeah, I'd have I, to, that's my second choice. Well, you never know. We're going to, that, that's a we'll teaser. Get there. We'll, Jody, we'll, you okay. can just say like all the extra ones. Just to get <laughs> I, don't, I, only, I only picked one extra, Marissa. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Jeff, are you with us? I'm here. All right, Jeff. What, you're going to start joining now. So what's your favorite nice. for a staycation on DVC? <laughs> well, well, if you could swing the points, uh, I think the Treehouse Villas over at Saratoga Springs would be really sweet. Um, if you guys follow any of the Disney vlogs, my, my friends, uh, Tim and Jen Tracker just did this, in fact. And, uh, man, I, I'm dying to do this now. This is like one of my bucket list things to do. We've always, we've booked this, uh, these Treehouse Villas before and just had to bail out for various reasons. But, I mean, it's just, it's got to be the coolest thing to, to do. And, and you still have access to all the Saratoga Springs amenities. Yeah, as soon, as soon as you said the treehouse, it's like Tim and Jen just did that. I'm like, that was it. Because I, <laughs> I obviously, you know, through I 
Tim Tracker is probably one of the better vlogs out there. So guys, if you have not, I don't know, he has like a bazillion followers on YouTube, but if you have not seen them yet, you know, um, go there. Wealth of knowledge, but not only just about Disney, but you know, great stuff with Universal, the water parks, everything around. Their son is the cutest thing going. So it's just a wholesome family, fun, always, you know. Um, so great thing to go look up on YouTube. Just look up Tim Tracker. You won't be sorry, I promise. Uh, Joe, what is your favorite DVC resort for a staycation? So we just did a staycation. We actually did it at Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo, and it was really nice. We loved, like, having the savannah outside and stuff like that. But the first night, my wife and I said we actually missed Saratoga. I know everybody said, Joe, enough with Saratoga, but just let me explain why. Um, for somebody who stayed a week and we – we didn't do the parks during the week. We actually like worked during the day and like just did some dinners here and there. But for what I like to do and just for the two of us, Saratoga, now it's not open, but there's a spa there. If you've got a family, they got multiple mm -hmm. pools and the multiple pools with water slides as well. So it's not just the main pool, but I think two of the three pools have water slides at Saratoga. Also, you're so close to Disney Springs. So even if you don't want to like drive or get on Disney transportation, you've got Disney Springs right there. There's a ton to do there. As well as if you want to go visit Pat's new favorite resort, you have the walking trail that heads over to Old Key West. If you want to go explore that resort as well, you can head down the walking or, or running path trail over to Old Key West and explore over there as well. It's a great place to go running. There's a lot of Run Disney fans out there. I've been a proponent that I think Saratoga is the best resort to run at because of the amount. Uh, it's the largest resort and the amount of internal roads that are actually inside just the property itself. With all the parking lots, you could definitely add on mileage. So there's so many benefits, and it's quiet too. You know, they got the activities for the kids and as well. They got all the other DVC amenities. But like I said, I know I'm a homer with it, but like there really is a good reason behind it. And I think that if you're just planning on not going to the parks and just kind of staying, you know, local, um, Saratoga is a great option. There's a lot to do there, and the golf courses there obviously as well. I mean, we love to play golf, and Lake Buena Vista is right there as well. So it's a two-second drive within your own property. So has a lot to offer. Um, also with the treehouse villas, like Jeff said as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a homer, but I swear none of my other answers will be Saratoga tonight, but that's the one right now <laughs> I'm saying Saratoga. You know, uh, there's really no wrong answer. If you're at Disney, it's, it's amazing to begin with, but yeah, I'm going to go with Saratoga. That was so Joe, a very impressive pitch. Thank you. I know, I know. You should be you should be selling Saratoga. Right? <laughs> I am Saratoga Joe. I do love it. So, yeah, all right. so Joe, I've been, I'm starting my 21st year of teaching. Okay. And you know, I haven't failed many students in my life, but that answer receives a big fat F and I'm going to explain with, why. Yeah. Old Key West component yeah. I threw there for you. Yeah. I, I knew I, cause that was just, you were just butter. You just put an apple on my desk. You were just okay. buttering me up. <laughs> you, you, you talked about Saratoga and then you added running like two of the worst things ever. Saratoga and running. Come on. You were trying to sell it. Running. I'm with you. But hey, I will say I will say this. I did complete three five Ks this summer, the virtuals. So I, I can't wait to get my medals, Jeff. I saw your medals, and I'm really jealous. And I cannot wait till I get them because I see people are getting them now. So I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> um, but I, no, Joe, I, I agree. I I, I want to go buy Saratoga now that you said it that way. That was an A plus plus. That was phenomenal. Thank you. Um, but it's definitely not what I would say. So all of you are wrong. And Jody, you hit it on your second choice. The greatest place, <laughs> greatest DVC resort for a staycation is. Animal Kingdom Lodge. It is not my favorite resort, but it is for a staycation where you are able to see the animals. The dining there is fantastic. Now, again, we're talking when everything is open and things of that nature. They have so much culture there and, and different things to do. And it's like a museum and you can walk around and see different things. And it's just, 
it's so relaxing there. And then, you know, they start drumming and then they seeing the animals at night or just getting up in the morning and seeing, you know, uh, the animals out your, your, on your deck and then seeing the amazing rock washers that we, you know, that Dave loves. So, you know, it's fantastic. I just think it's really, you know, probably the best staycation resort that we can have. All right, so question number two, best DVC resort for date night? And we're gonna go in the same order, Jody. No, not Jody. Okay. Mar no, oh. just kidding, we're gonna go in the same order. Marissa. Okay, so this is gonna be a new one, but I think Riviera, just because it's new restaurants there, um, it's really kind of just pretty to walk around the grounds outside and the Skyliner. I actually really enjoy just riding it at night. And if they are doing fireworks and shows, kind of seeing that from above. And then you can head over if you need to go to uh, Epcot right there or Boardwalk or Beach Club, your cl close proximity. But I think that will be my new favorite date night. So awesome. Jody, what do you think? Well, I would pick Marissa's vacation place for a date night. I think um, Grand Floridian is beautiful, especially the you know the DVC part of it, and um, it's super elegant and kind of smaller and a little more cozy. And of course, you know, then you can just mosey on over to Narcusi for a, a wonderful dinner. So I think I think I would pick Grand Floridian for date night. Love it, love it, Jeff. Oh, definitely Bay Lake Tower, and I want to. Kind of throw a curveball. No, normally, I would say like the Wave as the restaurant because we just did this actually. Uh, but because of close proximity to the park, so just walk on in and uh, maybe just eat, grab a hot dog from Casey's uh, Corner. So oh, cool, cool gosh. access. That works. That's a cool date right there. Not gonna lie, Joe. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna date say great. I'm going to say Grand Floridian uh, just because I think I'm a huge fan of the restaurants there. Like Jody said, uh, I'm gonna. Pass on Narcoosis. I'm not a big seafood guy. However, I'm going to go with Citrico's for dinner. And then afterwards, um, if the orchestra's playing, you could take that in a little bit. Grab yourself a, oh. uh, a drink from uh, Sandy Cove uh, Sundry Shop and take a walk outside. Walk down towards the uh, the Poly Beach. You got that, that area between uh, the Grand Floridian and the Poly, past the Wedding Pavilion, where Luau Cove is. Find yourself like a nice little hammock or a bench out there and uh, possibly catch the electrical water pageant if you time it right or uh, some fireworks if they ever start up again. So you could take that one little experience and kind of morph it into a, a whole evening. Uh, yeah, that's great, Joe. Yes. And that's that's exactly where I was going. I was going to go with the poly and kind of just kind of reverse what you were saying. Uh, you know, start off, you know, my wife and I, we're, we're, we're silly. We love Trader Sam's. Um, you know, it's quiet. Get there a little bit early, have an appetizer, maybe a drink or, or, or two. Uh, you know, and then kind of maybe get a dinner, get dinner over at one of the great restaurants at the Grand Floridian and then come right back. And I think that area between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian is one of the best and most underrated areas to watch mm -hmm. fireworks. So like you said, yes. Joe, if, you know, if it, yes. if they come back, because you might not get the music pumped in, but it's not as crowded, you know, um, you know, and I think that's where I really, I really like to go and watch the fireworks. It's pretty unobstructed and it's, you know, you get the, a good portion of the beach to yourself. So I like it. I like it a lot. All right. The best DVC lounge, Marissa. So, okay. I can't think of a name, which is horrible. Um, is it, it's the one at Beach Club that they add. It's Beach and Yacht. So it's kind of like a cheat. 
I can't think of a name. You're going to have to pass on me. I'll come back to you. Jody, save her. You got this. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know the name of the lounge either. Is it the Ale and Compass or something? Yeah. It's the yes, 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 yes. It's like that, I was going to say that. That nautical one. Well, obviously, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Hmm. Well, I do like to have my drinks at Disney, but you're referring to one in a Disney resort, correct? Exactly. In a DVC, in a DVC oh. resort, the best lounge. Hmm. I think... Okay, I'd have to pick the lounge in the Grand Floridian Hotel. And I don't know the name. Enchanted Rose. Is that what it is? Yeah, the one where the, the you hear the music and all of that. I'm terrible with names, but yeah. I, I think I that would be. I, I don't think you can go wrong with a lot of things in, in the Grand Floridian. That, that's <laughs> true. Sure. So, you know, I'm good with it. True. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, what do you think for the best lounge in a DVC resort? I'm going to steal one from you, Pat, uh, Tambu Lounge, because I think they, they're just opening, or they just opened. <laughs> yep, they did. <laughs> yeah. I Absolutely. think that's a cool atmosphere. There's nothing better than Polynesian at, at in the evening. There's just nothing. Very good call there. I, you'll never, ever get an argument from me. Joe. So am I allowed to say Outer Rim? Absolutely. Okay, because it's technically in the contemporary, but it's... Yeah, but, they, but you don't have one in... I, in, I don't want to, uh, you know... Bay Lake, the, so... The only reason why I say Outer Rim is I I personally have had a lot of great memories there. For me, uh, first of all, Liz, if she's if, if she's still there, she's awesome. She's been there, like, for years at the Outer Rim. They've kind of expanded the area a little bit. They've included more, you know, seating area. Um, it could get overcrowded with strollers and stuff because of Chef Mickey's. However, if you catch it at the right time, it just feels like if it's... If Chef Mickey's is done, right, for the evening, you can get up there, you get a seat at the, at the bar there, you get that one-on-one -on -one contact with the bartender, they put the game on, you got nice views of Bay Lake. It's got that still that Disney feel because it's one of the original Disney resorts, so you really feel like you're there. Um, it's nothing fancy, right? It's not It's not like the Wave Lounge or Tambu, like where you get the, the signature drinks. There's nothing fancy about it, but for me, it just brings back a lot of memories. I've had a lot of good times there with my wife, Liz, and I think Steve is the other bartender, bartender there. Awesome people. Uh, so for me, it's just like a nice little out of the way kind of spot, you know, you hear the monorail going by on the inside. So I don't know. It's got a lot of little things going on. It's nothing fancy, but it's just, it's a fun spot. So, and here, here, here I am. I'm, I'm an idiot and I, and, and I'm the first to admit it. Just ask my wife. I'm like, yeah, they don't have one at Bay Lake tower. My answer's in Bay Lake tower. I'm such an idiot. I'm like, uh, Top of the World Lounge is obviously the best DVC lounge. Um, oh, so, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, you know, yeah. to actually see the fireworks from up there is awesome. I think it's 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 very underrated. I think it's such a unique vantage point. Uh, the drinks are great. The food's great. Like I said, the, the, the seven-layer cake is ridiculously good. Always had good service. It's really cool. Even if you're not there, if you're there before the fireworks or let or wait around a little bit and let them clear out, you know, the big crowds from the fireworks. And it's just a very cool vibe and a very cool atmosphere. All right. Here's a yeah. here's here's a really one I have, like I said before, I have four kids. So this is really important to me. Um, and it's important to a lot of DVC people and especially people that are going to Disney. Who has the best DVC pool? Marissa. Oh, I'm going to go with the common answer, uh, Beach Club. My son yeah. loves it there, and he's three again, so it's not like he's an expert swimmer. So it's just so nice for us as parents because we can sit and relax and lounge without having to, like, 
constantly swim and slide and swim and the, the slide is far enough removed so we can sit and enjoy and play in the sand. And so, yeah, that's our favorite right now for sure. Absolutely. Jody. Same. Got to go with the beach club. Pool area is amazing. Nothing like it. Love it. Jeff. Well, I'm kind of biased because I own it, Kidani, but uh, I, I still think the Uzima Springs pool at Kidani is, is the best. I mean, that's one of the reasons it attracted us to buy there in the first place. We got to kind of get a, a taste of it before we bought. So uh, I really love it. Uh, so I'm going to go with that one for sure. It's got a lot I'm, of kinds of amenities. I'm going to say this, Jeff. If, if there was an underrated pool, the number one, the best or the most underrated pool, I think you're, you're spot on. I, I'm not going to give it the best. But you know, it is phenomenal. It's got it's it's got it's got everything, and it's kind of tucked away. And yeah, if you are staying at Jumbo House, their pool is great too. But head on down to Kadani. I think their pool is a little bit better. Joe. Okay, so I'm kicking myself because I stayed a week at Jumbo and could have used the pool at Kadani and never got over there. So <laughs> I can't. So I, just for our listeners, I didn't get a chance to experience that. I'm gonna give two with a caveat. Number one, for couples only, if it's just no kids. The quiet pool at the Polynesian, the music yep. that they play around there, it actually is quiet. It's a quick walk to Captain Cook's for a fantastic lunch. Uh, and they actually do a pretty good job. The kids love that main, uh, the volcano pool so much that like it's kind of almost like adults only over there. So that is good. Uh, however, I will say for if you have kids and you want excitement, um, if Beach Club and Storm Along Bay is the Yankees, I'm a Mets fan. I'm going with its sister across the, the lake, and I'm going to go with Boardwalk. The Luna Park <laughs> pool, I think. That clown slide, even though people don't like it, that is a very good, legitimate water slide, okay? It's a good water slide. There's a, there's a bar there. For Terrifying. The there's it a bar spits there. It out the children, Joe. It does. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's, I mean, I've never had a problem getting a seat there. Uh, a bar there for the parents, I think it's a really good underrated pool. So I think uh, it doesn't get enough attention. So I'll go quiet pool for adults at Polly. If you have a family, I'm going to go with the Luna Park the Boardwalk. Yeah, Joe, I, lo I love your Oasis pool. You know that that's a that's a really good call there. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Storm Along Bay too at the Beach Club. Um, that, that was one of the few vacations that we went down for five days, and we went to the parks only once. And the kids actually didn't. We did it just where we put a park day right in the middle, and the kids didn't want to go to the park. They're like, no, they were having so much fun every single day whether it be in the sand part of the pool or playing volleyball or the lazy river or the pirate ship slide. Uh, they, they just were having so much fun with it. They just wanted to stay there the whole time. So it was, you know, it's phenomenal, but you know, that's why it's the best. All right. I'm going to end on this one because I'm looking at the time and, you know, we're getting a little bit long. All right. So best DVC resort for park goers. Now, these parkours, and what I mean by this, very simple, is, is kind of just the opposite of the people that really want to enjoy the pool. They want to be in the parks all the time. So what DVC resort is probably the best for them? Whether it's proximity, whether it be price per point, whatever your qualifications are, what do you think is the best for park goers? Marissa. So I would go with Polynesian. A um, couple of reasons. If you read our latest economical blog, it's actually best value for money up there with Saratoga. So those two are like competing in terms of best value for money. Uh, the reason it kind of came to compete a little bit is because it has those longer years. It's a deed that goes until 2064. But the location, and not a lot of people know exactly about this, but 
the DVC side of the Polynesian is literally like 30 seconds walking to ticket yep. and transportation center. So you can hop on the express monorail versus going into the main lobby and then doing the monorail that stops along the way. You can hop on express monorail, you're right at Magic Kingdom, or you can hop on express monorail right to Epcot or you're at Ticket and Transportation Center for everything else. So I think that's hands down the best one. If you're heading to the parks, it's quick transportation and overall long-term best value for money too. You're not going to get an argument from me, that's for sure. Jody, <laughs> what do you think, Jody? Um, well, I think uh, Marissa's got an excellent point there, but I think I'd go with actually Bay Lake Tower. Um, I'm a, a tad impatient by nature, so I don't want to be on a monorail or, or be with crowds of people, especially right now. Um, I like that you could just walk. I, whenever we'd say at Bay Lake Tower, we would just walk to um, the Magic Kingdom and back. So I'd say if you've got little kids, most of your time spent is going to be at Magic Kingdom most of the time. And um, I like that you can just walk there and walk back and, and just bypass the monorail altogether. So for me, I would say um, I would say Bay Lake Tower. Awesome, Jeff. What do you think, buddy? So I'm going I'm going with Boardwalk, and here's here's the main reasons. It's it's kind of uh, equidistant to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, so it's kind of two of the hot zones going down. And a couple of years, Epcot's going to be cray cray with so many different uh, things going on at once. Um, and so we, we've walked uh, that distance to Hollywood Studios many times. So I think quick access to parks or walkable uh, where you don't have to depend on transportation, I guess, uh, is, is always huge in my book. Even, even though it does have the demon clown uh, uh, pool, but we'll, we'll look pie that. And we'll go to the quiet pools or something. Joe, what do you say? I'm going to second that. I'm going to say boardwalk. Uh, reason over beach club is because of point value, but also like Jeff said, you can walk to the studios, you can walk to Epcot. You can also, what Jen and I used to do is you get, when things were open, which is a caveat, you get extra magic hours in the morning Epcot. You do a few extra magic hours, things in, in uh, attractions in future world, and then hop on the monorail and head over to the magic kingdom. So you get even that much more access to parks as well as now you have the Skyliner, which you could take also to the studios if you don't want to walk. So you're kind of like, in the middle of everything to three of the four parks essentially with easy access via transportation. So, uh, and also too, is if you're at the studios or Epcot and you want to be in the parks all day, it's also nice to like head back to your resort real quick, take a quick shower or nap, maybe take a quick dip in the pool, then head back out to the parks again. So that, that location is fantastic. You're not like stuck at Saratoga where it's a long bus ride or animal kingdom. Where it's a really long bus ride. You're very easy to get back to your resort. It's kind of like a central hub. So as I said before, as a, as the teacher in me, I, this is like such a proud moment because I think I've taught you guys so well because none of those answers are wrong because those were the three answers I was coming up with <laughs> because right. I could I really couldn't. And for, and for all the reasons you said, and I think that's really what it is. If I got to pick one, I'm going to pick the poly for a lot of what Marissa said. But then, you know, when you when you go with the boardwalk or you you go with um, Bay Lake Tower, um, you know, I'm just like the proximity and just being able to get to the parks, get in and out and things of that nature, I think, I think is, it's, it's a great thing to do. So if you're a park goer, you can't go wrong with any of those beach club. You could do too, you know, I guess if you had to, you know, um, <laughs> it, nobody ever says if you have to at the beach club, cause it's so phenomenal, right. um, you know, but yeah, so that's it. You know, it's just so easy, but I love the poly because of what you said, Marissa, it's not many people really realize that, that it's so close to the TTC that it's such an easy walk. I love just, you know, walking back and forth. And it gives you options from the Magic Kingdom. Wherever the the, the 
the smallest or, or, or shortest line is. If it's the ferry over to the TTC, great, take that. If it's the express monorail, great, take that. You have options that way. So I think it's 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 a the perfect resort. And then if you want to go to Epcot, obviously walk right over, head on over to Epcot. So guys, that, that's going to be our show for tonight. But before we do wrap it up, I want to um, thank Jody and I want to thank Marissa for being here. And why don't you tell everybody out in the interwebs world where they can't reach you, Marissa? Yeah, thank you so much for having us. We always love to get the chance to come on and chat with you guys. So we're super easy to reach. Um, our website is dvcresellmarket.com. So that's a great resource. Also on the App Store, if you are looking for those specific contracts, you can download DVC Resale Market app. And then if you want to reach either one of us, it's just our name. So mine is Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-S-A at dvcresellmarket.com. And Jody is J-O-D-I at dvcresellmarket.com. Mm -hmm. So it's super easy. Uh, make sure to mention the Nippy Dude so we know where you came from. We love to hear when listeners actually come and reach out to us. So any questions you have at all, whether you're looking to buy or sell, easiest way to reach out. And I, yep. and one other thing, I agree with that. So, so hundred percent, no doubt about it. Like the, the chat function on, um, on the website, it's such a great thing. Like, I, you know, I, I just, I, I obviously, I know a lot about DVC, but I don't know everything. So that I was asking questions, instantaneous answers. It was great. So Jody, do you have anything to add? No, I just wanted to say thank you for having me on. It was so much fun. Um, so it was a great time. Thank you. We'll definitely have you on again, Jody. That's for certain. Jeff, where where can everybody reach you, Jeff? Sure, uh, it's braindud92 on Twitter and braindu uh, on Instagram. Joe, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Joe Quiet. You can also find me over at the resortloop.com DVC roundtable, talking more DVC talk over there. Because that's what we love. That's and what you we can, do. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Daily Wealth. Disney. You can find all of us on the social, either Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter under the Mickey Dudes. Um, give us a shout out. What's your favorite DVC resort? Why? What's the best? What's this? What's that? Give us your answers. We love to interact with you guys through the social media contest. All right, guys. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Most of us are thinking about Disney, but this group right here is thinking about add-on-itis with dvcresellmarket.com. So, while you're thinking about it, head on over to the website, get all the answers that you need, and then see you back here next week for your Disney fix. Have a great night, everybody. You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.